But anyway, what's going on, everybody? This is a little bit of an unorthodox episode. We uh, have one of our guests that's uh, on the way back from the hospital right now. What I'm going to do this time, I normally introduce everyone, but I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. Jesse, you want to start off for us? Sure. Uh, my name's Jesse. Normal dude. Nothing special about me. I like movies. John and I met in college in um, Combe. That's pretty much it. I mean... We all sang together, too, in the choir and stage man, by the way. That's right. <laughs> and from the top. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Luke. My name is Luke Vincent. I am a professional goofball, and I also was in choir with uh, John and Jesse. And I have no qualifications to speak on Marvel or DC Matters other than being extremely opinionated. That's pretty much all of us. I think we can all fit into that category. Today, we're going to, uh, with all that being said, like we said earlier, we're not experts on any of this subject matter. We do have opinions, and recently there have been a lot of rumblings and rumors. At the, at the moment, that's all this is right now currently is just rumors. However, uh, there's been a lot of speculation, first of all, that Charlie Cox's version of Matthew Murdoch, Daredevil, will be featured in the new Spider-Man film, which is apparently going to be bringing people from Venom, from the old Spider-Man films. I mean, it's just going to be a cornucopia of crazy new characters that are going to pop up in that thing. And also, there's been talks and speculations that Kingpin, the uh, original actor, I think his name is Vincent Frio. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Anyway, there's been recent speculation that he is going to be returning as well, whether it be in a Marvel movie or in a Disney Plus show, more specifically, the Hawkeye Disney Plus show that's coming out in a few months. Anyway, uh-oh, we lost Luke Vineyard there. There he is, he's back. So anyway, we're just going to discuss our feelings uh, briefly on the Netflix series, if we have any opinions on it at all, I guess, and what we think of those characters returning. If unless anyone wants to start off, I I guess I could kind of start us off here with this. Well, I'll just go ahead and say you know, I'm not super familiar with those Netflix shows themselves, but I'm super excited about the multiverse thing and, and what's going on with Spider-Man and kind of the speculations there. Um, I hope they don't get too crazy with it, but at the same time, I think that there's, there's possibility of it really being awesome. And I, I love watching crossover stuff. It's, it's really cool to, to see stuff like that. If, if the rumors are true, I'll be happy to see it. Oh yeah. Everybody likes a good crossover and, uh, it really opens the door of possibility like way more wide than it ever has been. You know, there's even talk, you know, at this point, this is strictly rumored. So we're not reporting this as to be fact or anything like that. But there's possibilities that we could see the version of Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine come back maybe for a brief cameo in this movie. We know that Hugh Jackman has played that character for over 17 years and he's not really interested in like getting so jacked anymore to play that role at like the age of 51. I think he's like 47, 51, somewhere in that neighborhood. But <clears throat> I mean, it takes a lot of work to get into shape like that. I personally have never been in shape like that <laughs> in my <laughs> entire life. 
probably the best shape that I was in was maybe a little bit right before college, but so I get it. But anyway, uh, I digress about the shape of my body. So, so uh oh, we're losing we're losing Mr. Vineyard there. He's getting getting uh pretty shaky. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay, yeah. So so you're saying uh they they're gonna copy DC and they they did uh Grandpa Batman. They're gonna do Grandpa Wolverine now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. DC hasn't done anything like this yet. Well, I mean, you know, the whole recent Batman versus Superman, like Justice League, you know, Batman's supposed to be more old in, in that version, right? That I don't like know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> Are you talking about the Ben Affleck version of Batman? Yeah, that's like what everybody talks about is how he's supposed to be, like that's supposed to represent an old, jaded Batman who's sick of putting up with you know, uh, these youngins and all their um, stuff. That, that's, that's how everybody talks about it. Well, yeah, and he's, he's kind of like an older, older guy. He's a more mature version of the character. But if anything, fans and audiences could say that DC is kind of trying to once again jump onto the coattails of Marvel, so to speak, because, uh, you know, Marvel announced that they were going to be doing this multiverse movie with the Spider-Man thing in December – Oh, next year, all of a sudden, DC is going to be doing the uh, Flashpoint. But it's, oh. it's it's a storyline that's going to be similar where they're going to be taking different characters from different multiverses, like the version of uh, Batman played by Michael Keaton. And, uh, you know, we're going to have multiple different flashes and things like that. So it's a similar concept, but DC's doing it after Marvel does it. But anyway, personally, the way I feel about those Netflix shows, most of them were terrible, with the exception of... Daredevil was a phenomenal show to me from top to bottom. All three seasons were just gold. Okay. Then you have Jessica Jones. It was a little more controversial. Jessica Jones, like the first season was decent. And then the second one got really weird. Most audiences were kind of split on Jessica Jones. Luke Cage, the same thing. It was more so specifically with the first season. The first half of season one was just amazing. Then the last half of season one kind of went towards like 2003, uh, super cheesy superhero movie territory pretty quick. Iron Fist is universally hated, okay? But then you also have some other shining examples in there. You have the Vincent Dionofrio that played uh, Kingpin, and you also have John Bernthal, the uh, Walking Dead alumni that played the new version of Punisher. So there's some, some characters and actors that are beloved by audiences in that bunch, then there are some that aren't loved so much. Personally, I think that it would be neat to see them in the, the multiverse movie. But after that, just like any other characters that you bring in, like a Hugh Jackman, I think those characters just need to go away for good after this movie's over. I think, yeah, sure, it would be fun to see them bring them in once for a cameo. But after that, we need to reboot Jessica Jones. We need to reboot Iron Fist big time. We need to reboot all these characters. Charlie Cox is a decent actor, okay? But I think he's a little overrated just because of how good the storytelling was and uh, the creative just overall on that TV show. Magically, just like that, Mr. Vincent is, uh, is in his civilian clothing. <clears throat> so that's, that's my opinion on it. What do you guys think? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I'll just say, uh, you know, 
as far as the movie is concerned, and just kind of coattailing off a little bit of what you said, I, yeah, I don't think that they need to bring too many. Uh, I think it's cool to have crossover and to, to see actors like fulfill roles and characters, and you just you see the same person being that person. Just like if you see Tony Stark, if you see uh, that's Iron Man, he is Iron Man, like Robert Downey Jr. That's what I was trying to think. Of. I couldn't think of his name. You see Robert Downey Jr., that's Iron Man. Anybody else tries to play Iron Man, it's going to be weird. At the same time, you don't need to put too many people into into this movie and have too many storylines going on. I think a brief cameo is good. To go on, you're just going to get a busy movie that's just going to be hard to keep up with, especially if you're kind of like me. You don't, I don't have any idea what Jessica Jones is. Like, I didn't even, you said that, and I was like, that's Marvel? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. For somebody like me, if that character shows up, you got to explain a little bit of who it is. And so if they try to do that with multiple characters while you're still trying to make a movie about Spider-Man, and it's just going to be too much. And you're going to have a, a movie full of really short storylines. And it's just, I don't know, I don't think it's going to be that good if you have it, if you overload it. Let me say, let me say a couple things about two things that you talked about. The first thing you mentioned was Okay, there's a lot of people, Jesse. I'm glad you said that because there's a lot of people that have that mindset and mentality. Like, oh, nobody can play Wolverine as good as Hugh Jackman could. Or nobody can play Batman as good as old Christian Bale. And, hey, there's nothing wrong with that mindset. A lot of people think that way. Same thing with Tony Stark. I am of the opposite camp. Even currently, Disney apparently thinks the same way you do, Jesse, because – they don't want to reboot or recast Black Panther. You know, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, and they're like, you know what? We're not going to touch this character. We're just going to continue to tell stories within that universe, but we're not going to recast Black Panther. I personally think that's the wrong decision because that's his legacy being carried on. Just like 007, we've had so many different actors play 007 over the years. It's still 007. And the legacy just continues to grow and grow with each interpretation of the character. When you do that, I don't know, then it kind of really just cements that mindset even more. Like, you know, 10 years later, we never recasted Black Panther. Then audiences are really just going to be like, do like that whenever they finally recast Black Panther. They're like, this is not my Black Panther. I can see that that mindset and that, that mentality, I guess, but yeah. I personally don't agree with it. What do you think? I, I guess I'm really on the on the offense of it because, for example, think of Flash. Okay, you got Flash. Um, I know this is DC, but you have Flash the show, and then you have Flash in Justice League, and they're two different people, right? Or, or am I wrong about that? It's two different characters. Yeah. There's nothing really wrong with that, but at the same time, if you got Flash out there being played by 20 different people, I think it's a little bit better just to to hone in and love one person, you know, or, or character and see it be, if they're doing a good job, just keep them, you know, until it gets old and you have to kind of restart, but it's okay. At the same time, you have what three different hulks of recent times anyways. And, uh, and that's been okay, you know? So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I see it both ways and I don't, I don't really hardcore like it's gotta be this way or it's gotta be that way. Uh, you know, I think it's it's one of those things. I think I've summed it up pretty good. But I, it would be weird for Kurt Cobain to be replaced, like, right after he died. You know what I mean? Like, for somebody else to come out and start 
singing their music. Like it's not his voice, right? That's happened before, by the way, not with Nirvana, but with other bands. Drowning Pool sure. comes to mind. And you know, it always like, it always splits people. There's always gonna be, you know, a group that's like, oh yeah, this band never dies. And then there's always gonna be those like purists uh, who don't even put like cream in their coffee ever and flip off anybody who does. You know, that there's always gonna be that, that divide. I'm more in your camp overall as far as having, I think it's great to try to mix all these storylines. I think that it takes a lot of finesse to make a movie that is you can watch in one sitting for you also have something to digest rather than to have another uh, occurrence of like the first Suicide Squad where you had like 18 storylines and like basically if that movie would have been you know just the commercial it would have been awesome and then it when when they tried to actually you know execute on what we were prepped for um they it just fell flat and i think it was because and i think they did better than the second movie i know you guys have already hashed it out but i think that that's a good like you know sort of a template for what is going to happen not not saying that they should copy it but it's a good example of you know ways that can be done well and, and things that can be done wrong Luke, I, I do did a have lot you better. forgotten have you forgotten that we're talking about marvel here these are the masters and the originators and the pioneers of creating these multiversal type movies or multi-character movies and bringing all these characters together and making it work. Don't forget Infinity War, Endgame. If anybody can do it, it's Kevin Feige, Disney, and Marvel. The Holy Trinity. I think based <laughs> on their track record with what they did with these Netflix series, uh, I think that they'll make a uh, turd blended sandwich um because <laughs> the netflix division was a completely different thing we're just talking about bringing these characters back either for a cameo or permanently whatever but don't get it twisted it's not the people that were in charge of netflix marvel this is marvel marvel that would either be bringing them back or not oh okay well then uh i i give it a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> because you know daredevil is I, I i want that to be done right you know I, actually i i was a fan of uh the the one with um uh ben affleck ben, ben affleck. affleck yeah see i liked him as daredevil i wasn't a huge fan as uh as batman he was kind of a whiny little he, he wasn't he wasn't Old my guy. classic batman um <laughs> but uh hashtag not my batman not my batman dude no it's hard to replace christian bale but no i mean, I mean you know i'm I'm not somebody who's like gonna gonna give up on any new Batman ever. Like Christian Bale, I don't think anybody will top him for quite a while. Uh, I don't think Ben Affleck even is you know entering the same building as uh, or fit for the same building as Christian Bale in that regard. Uh, uh, but you know, I'm open to the uh, Twilight Vampire uh, giving it a go. That that looks like it's going to be interesting. Um, so I'm not somebody who's like married to a, a certain actor, but I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say that I'm just open to anybody stepping in the shoes and, and I, and to, to, to re-divert back to what I was saying, uh, I just have to reinforce that what they did with daredevil um, Netflix series. Uh, I thought it was trash. So it's, it's interesting to hear somebody who thought it was great. I found it to be cheesy, melodramatic, more like a soap opera, you know, the Kingpin uh, is that his name? The Kingpin, the big, the big guy. Yeah. I mean, he was just kind of, unbelievable um i mean he, he's kind of like the 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 loner that sits by himself at lunch and now all, 
like kind of nerdy, puts together his Lego sets, and then all of a sudden he's a super villain, and now he's like like compensating, trying to pretend he's cool at this point, if that makes sense. Like he all of a sudden has a may, maybe that's that's uh my own spin on it, but I, I was not a huge fan of that of that development. Yeah, I would definitely say that you're in the minority if you did not like the Netflix <laughs> Daredevil. But you know, that doesn't mean everyone that's the thing. Film, TV shows, they are all subjective. Everyone, you know, has different opinions. And hey, even if your opinion's wrong, I, I still support <laughs> you as an individual. And dude, I I couldn't disagree more. Like, I think that was one of the best things about this version of Kingpin. They they showed you him, they stripped him down to his core. You know, they literally showed you why he does what he does. He was abused as a young boy. He had a very traumatic experience and ended up killing his father. Like they go into some gritty dark details about this character and they really show you like just, you know, he has this white painting in his room that he hangs up. It's just literally like a white painting that has like some minor designs in it or whatever. But why does he always look at that painting every night? They tell you why, because that was his calm at literally after he stabbed his father in the back of the skull, like he looked at that white painting, you know, or the white wall, or when his father would get abusive or, you know, start hitting the booze hard, he would look at the white wall and that was his piece. I love that version of Kingpin. However, and, and I, like I said, I love the, the Netflix daredevil TV show was probably my favorite all time superhero show ever. With that being said though, it was so strong seasons one, two, and three. Each one had its own elements. The first one, Kingpin, really. And then second season, the Punisher versus Daredevil was phenomenal. Third season, they bring in that new uh, villain, Bullseye. Oh, God. But anyway, don't get me started on that. Whether or not I think it's a good idea, like I think I said earlier in this video, maybe I said it, maybe I didn't, maybe I just think that I said it, but I didn't. Either way, I don't think it's a good idea. Like I said, I think it's cool and fun that these characters, you know, Look, I'm living, I'm living and dying by the sword right here. I just talked about earlier. I don't think it's a good idea to not recast Black Panther. Same thing with Daredevil. We don't need to carry this old crap from times gone by. We need to reboot Daredevil. Definitely need to reboot Iron Fist and all these other characters. We need to make everything new again. Same thing with the X-Men. Sure, bring in Hugh Jackman, but don't you try to connect these Marvel movies to some of those crappy X-Men films of the past. Some of those X-Men films were good, yes, but most of them were complete and utter shite. Man, we I feel like we got to talk about that, but we don't have time. I, you know, <laughs> we can talk so, about it a little bit. Unfortunately, these movies are so daggum old. I, I, I don't I, I'm starting to uh, fade, but I have positive memories of uh, of at least at least the majority of those X-Men movies. Me too. Um, X-Men. And uh, I, I will say, you know, the reboot I said, I idea. The reboot idea, you know, the, the reboot idea is not something that, you know, I am as willing to jump on a train with you on. I, I think that a reboot periodically is a uh, is a good thing, but only when you're forced to, because, you know, you're forced I, to. I, Hugh Jackman is 50 something years old. He can't be Wolverine for the next 10, 15 years. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Hand the guy a walker, make it the same <laughs> type of steel that he has. Uh, in his bones uh, with that, like, I know it's not steel, but whatever alloy he's got, right. Uh, and then, you know, make that a part of his character. Shoot, dude, we got, we already have one disabled individual on X-Men, right? You got Professor the, uh, 
the, the guy with the, the wheelchair and he's like one of the strongest characters. I mean, I think that, um, you know, Hugh Jackman has a lot to, to offer as long as he's got a pulse. <laughs> I mean, literally, you know, the Marvel guy, I don't know what his relationship is, but I know he's like basically the CEO of all Marvel characters that he unfortunately recently passed away. I loved his addition, but you know, he was like, he had a Can't cameo leave. in every movie. He was the creator of the characters. Yeah, whatever he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, guys. Well, hey, like we said earlier in the video, we're not sure if this is going to happen yet or not. So we're not reporting this as fact or as news or anything like that. At this point, we're just speculating. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. We'll see what happens, whether or not you guys think that Deadpool, I'm sorry, not Deadpool, Daredevil, and, and all these characters from the Netflix universe should join the MCU. Let us know in the comments. If you haven't already, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the video. You can look us up on Facebook at Comic Book Cinema, also on Instagram at Real Comic Book Cinema. Luke, Jesse, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Nah, I don't do anything. <laughs> All right, guys. I want, to be a I want to put in a plug uh, into being good to your neighbor and uh, doing relative good deeds. That's a very good plug, Luke. Very good plug. Well, guys, thank you for joining me. Have a great day.